0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
1: Paint us a picture as if we are visually looking at the beginning. What what are we seeing, let's say, after it started? Kind of paint us a picture. What what would we be looking at if we were on the outside looking in?
0: Yeah, well, of course, a lot happened in the very first few st- Not not even split seconds. We're talking about tiny, tiny fractions of a second. You know, less than a trillionth of a second. A whole heck of a lot happened in that first instant of time, and a lot of it was invisible. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't even if you could, you know, be kind of outside it, looking at, Mm -hmm. uh, looking with your eyes, you wouldn't see anything because there wasn't, uh, there wasn't much in the form of light coming off. But you can kind of use your imagination, as it were. Uh, I- I- initially well we don't know about initially <laughs> but, so, but something but something created a, a, a an explosion if you like now the Big Bang
1: would was, we have heard it if we could hear it
0: well again uh, you know you're talking about extreme energies here so the if you if you want to talk about sound and of course sound has to have a medium to travel in uh, you know in air in our case sure but it, there wouldn't be air but uh, you, you, you wouldn't really have heard anything, although you could imagine waves of some of some something equivalent to acoustic waves, you know, being there. None of it's really within the range of human senses, so we'd have to imagine we've got super senses to see all this stuff happening. Uh, it, there would there would be a whole succession of particles emerging. Initially, there would only one one type of particle, okay, and then gradually they would split off into all the types of particles that we see today. And all of this happened very, very quickly. It all happened within a split second.
1: That's amazing, uh, before, just trying to comprehend yeah, think, that be, alone.
0: I know, be, before the Big Bang, which is kind of what we always think of, this explosion, this hot blast that you know, the, the universe has been expanding from ever since, there was a period called inflation, where the, the initial speck that was the universe uh, grew in size by a phenomenal amount, at a phenomenal rate. Okay.
1: With or and without then, light?
0: Well, electromagnetic radiation was part of that. Electromagnetic radi- radiation is one of the it comes from one of the forces, of electromagnetism. There's also gravity and the weak and strong forces as well. There's four basic forces in nature, and all of these gradually split off from the one initial force. Okay, so what we call light is really, you know, it includes X rays and radio waves mm-hmm. as well as visible light spectrum that's the electromagnetic spectrum Uh, that's what we what's what we could see the middle bit of that so there would have been all of that later on there was no electromagnetic radiation radiation to begin with because there wasn't the electromagnetic force it was the original force so that came a split second later what i'm trying to get across is that most of the action in the universe happened within the first second or so and after that it's that's when matter emerged in energy of the form that we're familiar today in the form of the Big Bang. And the Big Bang was the hot explosion that followed these earlier phases, inflation and the, whatever the precondition of the universe was. So it wouldn't be visible at, or, or, or audible into the human senses, but there was a tremendous amount of energy involved. The, 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 the temperatures, for example, were unbelievable, you know. Absolutely unbelievable in terms of... That's why we have these huge particle accelerators today, trying to recreate the energies that existed close to the Big Bang so that we can investigate what particles were present early on in the universe.
1: And if we were peering in on it before anything happened, Mm. what might we be... And again, this is all speculation. What would we be looking at before anything happened?
0: Before anything, yeah, well, I mean, if, if it was before anything, there'd be nothing, obviously, by the very definition.
1: Well, I wonder what nothing looks like. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, nothing can't exist in a sense, because nothing, uh, you know, that that's the opposite of existence, isn't it? There's no thing, there's no time, there's no space, there's no matter Any That can't actually exist, because the very definition of something is that it exists. But to, to be a little bit less philosophical, there is another possibility, and that is that our universe is just one of many, many universes, this is the multiple. Universe, right. And all of these universes emerge like bubbles, as it, as it were, from a, a you know, foam of a quantum sea, so a sort of a, 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 a primordial space, region of space-time uh, from which uh, un- universes are constantly arising, and ours just happens to be one of them. And, and that's, uh, that sounds crazy. It's, uh, it sounds totally wacky science fiction, but it is actually a mainstream scientific view these days, that there are actually other universes out there, and ours just happens to be one of them.
1: Isn't it entirely possible that we may never find out how it started?
0: Yes, I think it is, because what would that initial event consist of? I think we can push, push it back further and further, but uh, I think we're going to have a great deal of trouble in isolating what, indeed, if there was ever an initial event. I, I just... I can't see that happening. I think we'll just get closer and closer to it, but never actually know.
1: How do how do physicists and, and astronomers and uh, people in the know how can they speculate on the fact that they say the universe is about 14 billion years old? How do they know that? Well, it, you know, I mean, it what if they're that... off by 10 billion years? <laughs>
0: Well, it's essentially rolling back the clock, so we can see that the galaxies are moving apart, okay, or at least the clusters of galaxies are moving apart today, that the entire universe is expanding. Uh, And so in a very simple-minded fashion, you can reverse that motion, and you can see that it all started about 13.8 billion years ago. You know, it's just a question of, of just reversing time, as it were. And we can measure the rate at which the universe is expanding quite accurately. So we can tell in the past that the galaxies and the clusters of galaxies are a lot closer together, and we can tell that thirteen point eight billion years ago they were all they were all a single point. That's where that's when the universe emerged. So we can be actually quite specific about when the universe began. We just don't know how it began.
1: Now the universe, of course, started about the, let's say then fourteen billion years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. We yeah. are four point five billion years. There's a jump start of nine point five billion years before we started. Before, before we even the, came the beard, into the yeah. picture. What yeah. what was out there nine and a half billion years before us?
0: Well, other stars. Uh, I mean, some, some of those stars, of course, uh, still exist today because there are stars that are much older than the sun, and uh, there are also stars that uh, have, have been born and died in that period. And, uh, and, and of course, we now know that uh, many stars, if not most, if not all stars, have planets around them. So there would have been planets around and stars. And probably life. And probably life. Yes, there probably was uh, life that pre-existed life on Earth, and possibly even advanced life. There was time for it to uh, emerge in that in that period, because there were certainly stars around for most of the life of the of the universe. Um, so yeah, yeah, it would have looked um, perhaps a little different than it does today because everything would be a little bit closer together, galaxies would be close together. But essentially, if you'd gone back five billion years and looked out, you would have seen stars just like you do today, and planets around them. And as you say, we don't know, but most likely life on some of them. Yeah.
1: Why does it seem, David, that there's so much order in the universe? It's it's almost as if everything is a piece of a puzzle and it all fits.
0: I know. I know. I asked myself this, and of course. What mainstream science will say is that, well, it wasn't like that to begin with. Uh, it, it, uh, complexity has emerged from simplicity, but there's been plenty of time for uh, things to organize themselves. And when this gets onto, obviously, the origin of life as well, and uh, not, just, not just stars and things like that, you can kind of explain that in terms of you know just basic forces of gravity and that type of thing. You expect matter to clump together to form objects, and, and so you can kind of get away with explaining uh, planets and stars and stuff like that. But when it comes to more complicated things like life, uh, then you run up against it. And again, that's another question we don't know. We don't know about the origin of life. Uh, Things do tend to get more complex over time, but that has to be somehow um, almost written into the laws of nature that that would happen. Now, there's there's a couple of ways you could explain that. You could go back to the divine argument and say, well, there's a controlling force on the universe that's directing it in a certain uh, way, you know, and this, is, and this obviously is, is, is the universe by design, uh, and, and that would, that, that is, is interesting if, if we happen to live in a single universe, but if the multiverse theory is correct, that means that there are billions and billions and billions, uh, possibly infinite number of universes out there. And it's only those in which complexity and life emerges that can even ask the question, why is the universe the way it is? There are many, many sterile universes where that question could never arise. So then it doesn't become a coincidence that we happen to live in one where there is complexity in life, because it's only those kind of universes where creatures could eventually ask the question. So you can get around the design argument. You can also get around it by uh, you know, just, just saying, well, that's just the way nature is. It just, it just happens to get more complex as time goes on
1: when I was a boy my parents got me a three-inch refractor telescope and of course the first thing I looked at was the moon at night and that was a wow factor and then I turned the telescope David on Jupiter and saw its four of its moons right around there and that was just unbelievable but then when I put it on Saturn and could actually see the rings of Saturn with this little telescope it was absolutely breathtaking, and I was hooked. It it was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And and I think we sometimes lose that sense of awe. You know, when we get older, we 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 forget to look up at the night sky, even without a telescope. You know, just looking at what we're seeing, and just realizing what we're seeing, how far away the stars are, how vast the universe is compared to our little lives here on, on Earth, and, it, and you get that sense of that childhood sense of wonder back again. I think we, we need to do a little bit more of that. Just look out into the universe and realize that you're part of this immensity. I think it's tremendously thrilling. It's what, it's what still excites me as a scientist. I've still got that little boy excitement inside of me.
1: Taking out, uh, of course, religion out of the equation. We really can't explain life, why we're here, what we're doing here, what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, it's it's marvelous, but it's also perplexing. But when you add that in with the possibility of how we started, how did the universe start, yeah, life after death, the whole puzzle turns out to be one big puzzle.
0: Yeah, yeah the, 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 and, I, and I think most scientists are honest enough to say they don't have all the answers, and perhaps they never will. I think eventually we'll kind of figure out how life gets started. You uh, know that we have various theories. And you can actually kind of do experiments and see how complex chemicals arise just naturally from, from simple ingredients. And you can kind of get like primitive cell-like structures. So you can kind of do a little bit of hand-waving and see how that progression uh, works. But uh, it, it is. I agree. It is. It is. Not what you'd expect of a universe that started as a sort of a blast of mixture of confusion of particles and, and, and energy, that after 14 billion years, we would be here asking how we got here. I think that is, is, is a mystery, and I think scientists are too quick to dismiss it. I, I think it is actually a, a fundamental question that needs resolving.
1: If the dinosaurs weren't blasted away by an asteroid, yeah. would, would we still be here?
0: No, I don't think so. Uh, some, something would be here, uh, uh, but, you know, evolution is affected by these random events. Sometimes, they're, you know, cosmic events, uh, in that case, obviously an asteroid collision, but there have been, obviously, internal events as well uh, that have happened that have caused mass extinctions, and then uh, new new types of life have emerged. So, yes, the mammals were able to fill the space as the gaps left by the, 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 the dinosaurs and the other large reptiles that basically dominated the, the land, the air and the sea at the time. Uh, so so uh, w- we obviously uh, evolved from the more primitive mammals and we evolved Mammals evolve very quickly once the dinosaurs are out of the picture, so there's no question that we, definitely as human beings, wouldn't be here. There'd be some form of intelligence, perhaps, but it wouldn't be in in the human form. So we are kind of accidental in that Interesting.
1: See, I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything has happened for reasons. Uh, Mm. I don't even believe in luck. I think we create our own so-called luck. We do it to ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I agree with that to to a certain extent. I mean, I think an asteroid collision, you you, you could almost say, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It just just happens. Was it preordained that that asteroid would hit the Earth at that time? I don't know. Asteroid collisions have happened throughout the history of the Earth and other planets, and it's just something There's stuff flying around out there that occasionally collides. But as
1: you say, without it, we probably wouldn't be here.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you can look at it as a kind of a chain of events. And of course, that caused a mass extinction. Uh, and oddly enough, gave rise to a creature ourselves, which is sort of causing another mass extinction at the moment. So it kind of caused two mass extinctions yeah. in a single whammy. Uh, so, so small things, well, a no, small thing it is, but a single event can have tremendous repercussions down the road.